0: Here we are, episode 74 of Three Go Podcasting. Wow. I know. I, I don't know why I'm surprised the number goes up each week because that's how numbers work. <laughs> I just want mean, to, a, yeah, but the fact we're still this in this. It's 18 months now, isn't it? That is 18 18 months scary, 74, this.
1: that's pretty good. Yeah, it's going you know, well,
0: going well. Yeah. Let's see if we can make it to 100 without all killing each other or falling out massively <laughs> <and> never speaking <laughs> to each other. Uh, yes, I know Ian this week, um, he's not around, so it's Richard and Jason. Uh, hopefully Love. Ian's back next week. Um, so what have you been up to then? Um, so, we've got COVID! Yay! Well, I, mm. I haven't, my son has. Um, oh no. Yeah, I know. Um, so Monday morning, I was sort of groggily... Waking up, and the phone goes, and it's his mum on the phone saying, you All right. I said, Yeah, uh, yeah. She goes, uh, Will's got COVID. I'm like, oh, oh no. bugger. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's not great at all. And um, we're supposed to be going on a holiday next week for uh, half term. Um, ah. But we've worked out, luckily, that his day zero. Because under the new thing, you don't have to self-isolate if you're clear on days five and six. If you do lateral okay, flow yeah, tests. Or right. five, so yeah. if we're going on Monday. His day six is Sunday. Ah, okay. So that's good. So if he tests clear on crumb. Friday and Saturday, yeah. then we should be okay.
1: Oh, that's good. Um, so that yeah, was good. How so, is he? He's
0: fine. He's, he's got a bit of sniffle. He says he's got a bit of a cold. Um, so that was fine. And we were sort of getting to terms with that. Then my other half's dad has just come back from holiday so he right. came over on sunday and we were sitting there i was helping him upload his lateral flow test which you have to do when you get back from holiday so that yeah. was all clear no problem uploaded that the next morning yeah i, I wasn't feeling well so I've tested so i'm now positive so right like, oh, oh no. bugger that's not <laughs> that's really <hard. laughs> so oh, I'm, my I'm glad God. i helped you upload that pointless now not really required negative test because it's been replaced with a with a um
1: so was you in contact with him in person or it was all done over? No, no, he
0: was here. He was here. He was We sat at the table and had a cup of tea. But I mean, I've been doing ah. dailies now for three days and there's no, I haven't got it. But I think days ah. three, four and five are the ones you may come down with it. So it's squeaky yeah. bum time tomorrow. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see crossed. how that goes. You're
1: okay. Yeah, God. That's, uh, do you know what? I just, it's weird because I went to, to football last week and I wore my mask, but I must admit I felt like a, an outcast for wearing a mask because absolutely no one... And this was just inside, I get it, you know, the venues outside and I didn't wear my, my mask when I was sitting outside watching the game. But when I went, say, to the loo or whatever, in, of going through the concourse, not one person was wearing I was like, jeez, what is going I, I, Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just one of those things now we have to live with and get boosted and yeah, I think that's it,
0: isn't it, over here? Also, ironically, because he's got asthma and other things, he got a letter yesterday saying he qualifies, so because he's not 12 yet, he's 11, so he qualifies for one of the 5 to 11 COVID boosters. we so are like,
1: talking about
0: your son now, yeah, not yeah, the no, dad. Yeah, 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 no, no, it's so my son. <laughs> he's it's not off, 11. Like, well, that's a bit of annoying. You've written to him the day he tests positive. If he'd written yeah. a couple of weeks earlier when he got the jab, he might have got away with it. Exactly. But, so that's a bit annoying. So, yeah, so um, that's... Uh, At least we're keeping... Fingers crossed
1: everyone's all right.
0: Well, yeah, they are. And we're keeping the Chinese lateral flow factory in business. So that's the main main thing. thing. Exactly. Everyone's a winner, maybe. Um, So that's a massive pain in the bum. Um, Yeah, I
1: can imagine. Yeah. um, Yeah, it's, it's like that now, though, isn't it? It's like whenever you've got anything booked, anything to look forward to, you're like... As you get closer to it... I mean, I used to always be like this on Christmas just to try and avoid a cold and stuff. But now it's like gone to a completely other level and it's anything you book, you're like... Please, I don't want to mingle with anybody because I don't want to be ill on that event. No, exactly. So, uh, yeah.
0: I mean we've done well to get through two years without having a single positive thing in the family. So we've done fairly well actually, yeah, but well now we've just yeah. got two in the space of twenty-four hours. That's a yeah, yeah. slightly annoying. But um so yeah, so uh, COVID can do one. It's just really annoying, as you say. It uh, is. we did pay the extra eleven pounds, I think, for the COVID insurance for our holiday. So if we can't oh, go, right. we'll get it back. So we'll get it back. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. whoop um then we'll just be stuck at <laughs> home
1: you see in a front room sweating <laughs> nice
0: well that's the thing is you have to have all the windows open so yeah it's bloody freezing it is it's been, it's been i'm not getting serious. COVID, but i can't feel my limbs um that's the only problem
1: <laughs> well hopefully you will swerve it um but, yeah, there's fingers crossed. But it's just scary. It's like, um, I don't know. I mean, because the news, uh, maybe I've just been avoiding the news. I don't think the news has really been putting it front and centre, probably because the government has sort of trumped it, haven't they, <laughs> lately over here with all the news stories coming out here. But COVID seems to have slipped down the, the, the pecking order a little bit.
0: Well, it only really gets mentioned when they do the daily death stats and the daily... Yeah, Invention. But what I can't understand is, I mean, it's not a big country. Every day, like three hundred thousand people getting tested. I don't understand how is it the same twelve people getting it all the time? Because I don't know that Shit. many people who have had it. No. But when you add no. it up, it must be like everyone's had it about twenty times, surely.
1: Yeah. Well, I know a few people. I know one person who's had it a couple of times. Um, okay. But yeah, no more than that as yet. But pff, I'm sure if you get it twice, you can get it three times. Once, twice, three times of COVID. Yeah,
0: sorry. Okay. Right, okay, so that's the COVID out the way. Let's start as we mean to go on. Here's what's been making us feel old this week. This is a bit sad, actually. Bamba Gascoigne's died. I know. Really sad. It is sad. He's he's been a legend, but can I just check? What was the show that he did?
1: University Challenge. It
0: was University Challenge.
1: No. Jeremy Paxman. Let's get on with it. Just get on with it.
0: Wasn't (laughs) that Magnus Magnuson? Oh, no, that was Mastermind, wasn't it? Mastermind. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so you did
0: 15 to 1 then?
1: That was Richard
0: Stewart. Oh, no, James something Stewart. No, Richard
1: A. Stewart. Oh right? ah, yeah. So, A. Stewart, that was right. it. Yeah. It is that.
0: So yeah, Bamber Gascoigne's died. He was quite old as well. but um, 87.
1: Oh, do you know what? I, I actually thought he was older than that, because he was one of these people that, like, when you were young, watching it on the telly, he just seemed quite old but he probably wasn't he was probably only in his, like, his 30s he was 37 uh, quite, but he looked like yeah,
0: 65 yeah
1: exactly a bit, a bit like me so um yeah very sad and that reminds me of another bad joke um did you hear that they've opened not the a joke
0: university... not... <laughs> it's not it's not another joke a joke <laughs> beforehand like, okay, sorry okay.
1: not that bamba died as a joke that's very sad but um now you've killed the moment sorry Can I start again yeah, go on, then. so um the uh, they've just opened the university challenge themed restaurant Okay. Ten pounds for a starter—it's ridiculous. <laughs>
0: oh God, that's really bad. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, Gascoigne's died. So commiserations to all the other Gascoigne's, yeah. Paul, and the wider family.
1: <laughs> oh dear, that is bad.
0: And his mum and his mum Jill. Jill I don't know. I don't know any other Gascoigne's.
1: No, me neither. Me yeah, neither. There must but be no, some. On, on, on a serious note, it's very very sad. It's another. I don't know about you, and there's a lot of sad news going on. Obviously, but when you see these sort of legends that pass away you know you know we had meatloaf the other week didn't we and now we've also got Bambergasco in and it's just sad it's really sad and, and sometimes I don't know you just turn around and you just remember they're gone mm. it's uh, sad uh, isn't it
0: so over the weekend, I was a bit nervous because obviously there was a lot of um, a lot of coverage of the fact that the Queen had reached 70 oh, years yeah. on the throne. Yes. Big thing. And then I've, I've, got, I've got a new phone and I I've obviously turned the notification sounds on for the BBC news alerts. So every time a news alert comes in, it sends off the BBC news music. And every time I went off in the weekend, I crack myself thinking, oh, no, that's oh, no. bad. And oh, no, it's something I don't care about has happened. Or yeah. that's very sad. And I was thinking every time it went off, it's like, no, not today. Let her make yeah. the 70 years, please. Yeah, so always bank holiday involved
1: because we get the same. I think it must be like Apple News on like the you know the iPhones, and it just goes and you are like we're eating breakfast and someone's going, oh god, who's died? That is the first instinct, <laughs> yeah. but it's nothing. It's normally about oh, here is how you can buy shopping for less, and you are like okay, don't do that to me, you know. So yeah, so sad news today, and uh, yeah, rest in peace. Very
0: very sad. Hang on a second. That's sort of appropriate as well because it's sort of church, church things. (laughs) I was going to say, did I just crack a joke and I didn't realise? No, I don't don't think so. Um, so what else has been going on then?
1: Well, you've seen the news today, it's breaking news. So, um, footballers are getting a bit of a, uh, not doing themselves much justice, but, um, yeah, so today in, in a footballer for West Ham, a team in, in England, uh, Kurt Zuma used to play for Chelsea, uh, decided, that, um, his brother would, f- would film him. So we say mistreating a cat, um, his cat in his home, um, and decided to post it on social media. It was just, and it's just ridiculous. It's like, and he's proper whacking this cat as well. Right. So he, he, I don't know if you've seen the video, but literally it is, he puts the cat down on the floor and kicks it across like this hard floor. Like this so it really slides away. It's only a little thing. Then he, um, lobs a shoe at it but not like soft he proper lobs it at it i don't know if it hits it or not You can't really tell all while his brother i think it is filming it laughing his head off and then he gets his i don't know if it's his son or his brother's son but a child who can only be like i don't know six seven years old to lift the cat up and when he lifts it up this kurtzuma just whacks it round the face and it goes flying and runs off and i'm like what a prat <laughs> what I just don't get it. I just I don't. Do some of these footballers think they're above the law. Do they think they're immune to this? And so, I do is to put it on Twitter for God's sake. Are they, are they that brain dead that they think it would be something funny and good would come out of this by posting that on Twitter? So, Kurt Zuma, you are prize prat. There you go. There's
0: a, yeah. I mean, so look, um, there's a whole bunch of stuff you can go into on this. Look, so he's clearly an idiot. Um, the thing is, though, the club's not going to do anything about it, probably. They, they'll say so they'll deal with it internally. So they'll probably give them a fine and, yeah. you know, send them on a social media awareness course. Not really the point. You don't need to go on a course and no. say, don't, don't beat your cat up and put it on the internet. Um, exactly. And actually, I'm not sure the social media thing is the big thing. It's not, don't do that to a cat and then don't exactly. do it. And then don't put it on social media. But, you know, yeah. what you really need is one of these football club owners to say, no, it's not it, you're out. Get rid of it. I mean, I know he's probably worth, what, 30, 35, 40, 45 million quid. I don't know how much he's worth. Um, So they won't do that because it's a massive asset and they'll lose loads of money. But actually, just need someone to say, no, I'm not having this anymore. You're out. Terminate your contract. If I did that at my work or you did that at your work um, and it got picked up, you'd be out for bringing the company into disrepute, gross misconduct, whatever. It's no different. Um, Exactly. So just get rid of him, frankly. Exactly. And
1: you, you know when you said he's a massive asset, yeah, I thought he was going to say another word beginning with... He's uh, a massive
0: arsehole as well.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah, And he's actually... Well, there was rumours he wasn't going to play tonight, but he's in the starting 11 and They're playing Watford tonight, and he's playing. And funnily enough, his rating so far is 2.18. The
0: thing <laughs> so is, but why? Do, but that's just stupid, isn't it? So I know what they'll say. The manager will say, or the club will say, oh, well, you know, um, for his own mental well-being, we need to put him in a team and not punish him. No, sorry, yeah. if we do something stupid... That's exactly. what happens. He shouldn't be in the team. He shouldn't even be in the ground. They should have sent him home and said, don't come yeah. in for a couple of months and we'll talk to you about it afterwards. But they're not going to do that. So, No, I'm
1: really surprised they're playing him actually because I was listening to the radio earlier and, and the, the talk was that he wouldn't play and possibly be out for a while because of it. But no, he's actually playing. I suppose it helps it's a home game. If it was an away game, he definitely, I don't think, would be playing because the amount of stick he would get would be unreal. But...
0: So I was oh, listening sorry. to one of the um, football phone-ins or uh, talk sport the other, yes. earlier on today and someone phoned up, I think, and said, oh, I don't understand what it's all about. He, he should play. Think, What's it got to do with football? Um, yeah, it has, no, it's not, mate, but I think you're slightly missing the point. Um, exactly. So we're not going to talk about... Cause it, there's no point in talking about the other footballer who's having some no, legal yeah, challenges at the moment. Um, yeah. Let's not talk about that. But it's a bit like saying, oh, why is he not playing? It's nothing to do with football. No, mate, exactly. you're right. It's not, but it's to do with everything else in the world. And so, you know, I really, it winds me up when these football fans fell up and say, yeah, but what's got to do with this club? Why should the club be punished for something he's done? Yeah, but that's like saying, why should why should your family suffer because someone's been sent to prison for murdering someone else? Yeah, but it doesn't mean, exactly. oh, sorry, your parents won't be very happy, so we won't send you to prison because that's a bit upsetting for them. It's just nonsense. And I'm
1: sure it was a West Ham fan that phoned out. If, that, if he played for Spurs, this person, that West Ham fan would be saying completely the opposite. And and it's, actual fact, his line is, is to do with football because he's seen the video, he uses his cat as a football in the video, for God's sake. So, Yeah, I just it just it just frustrates me, right? And we'll talk a little bit about this in a minute as well, just like violence and stuff in general. But you know, first and foremost, somebody on the radio today made a very good point, right? You look at these people that do treat animals like that, and sometimes it's just a short step from going from animals to human beings as well, you know. (laughs) They start off on animals, then move on. But then secondly, it's like um they're role models. These footballers are role models they got loads of young kids wear their names on the back of their shirts. They look up to them. They idolise them. What message is that sending out? And also the kid in the video. I don't know if it's his son. I don't know if it's his nephew. I don't know. And But what sort of message is that sending out to that kid in that video? Like, that's how you treat animals. <laughs> it's it just beggars belief so that's the interesting it ambition, isn't it?
0: if you forget the rest of the whole forget the whole role model for all the other kids watching but there's a kid he's actually standing there holding exactly. it when he does it and it's forget everything exactly. else that's obviously you know a relative or a close friend because it wouldn't yeah. the kid wouldn't be there otherwise and you're just you're doing that and you say you know it's not much of yeah. a not much of a leap sometimes for people to do that to other humans or stuff yeah. it's, it's just silly and it but the problem is no one's going to get the balls to stand up and say, no, nope, I'm not having that anymore. You get out. Yeah. And we no, always say, the if thing. they do that once, people will start to think about it. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying about yeah. that. It's like, um, yeah. I was, I was watching TikTok earlier and a video came up of, um, do you know the ref- uh, rugby referee, Wayne Barnes?
1: I don't know him, but yeah, no. he's
0: the, um, one of the, one of the English refs and he's, very, he's yeah. the guy who sent off Dylan Hartley for swearing in the cup. Oh, final. Right. There's another video of him just now. I don't know when the game was. It might have been a while ago. Um, but basically they're playing the they're playing the game and he blows his whistle for I don't know what the offence was. Um and one of the players says, oh, I got the effing ball and he just sent him off. Red card <laughs> immediately. And the guy left yeah. the pitch and the guy said, What did you do? He goes And the referee clearly said, he looked at me and said, I won the effing ball, he swore at me, he leaves the game and that's exactly what he did to Dylan Hartley. Now they don't do that in football. If they did that in football in one match and sent off eight players, they yeah, wouldn't do in it the again. First 10 minutes. Yeah, but they, no, they, they exactly. wouldn't do it again. But they know they can get away with it. If they crowd oh, around no. the referee and they swear at him, they just send them off or her. Yeah. It's both these days, of course. Um, yeah. Send them off. If you if you have to abandon the game because there's nine people there, fine.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. But yeah, no, it's just crazy. And I just think society doesn't need a hand with like promoting idiocy out there at the moment. So bloody do yourself a favour, footballers and that. And I'm not talking about all of them. There's some very good footballers out there. You know, you just have to look at what Marcus Rashford's done and everything. But come on, use your brain cells every now and again. So, yeah, very sense. Sorry, that was a very serious message. But I'm, I just, I was very angry by it, you know. Mm-hmm. I'd heard about it this afternoon and I thought, you know what, I'm going to look at this video and see exactly how bad it is. And it was bad, and and yeah, it's just bad, bad news. And he needs to sort himself out. Git,
0: <laughs> git. Okay, um, yeah, it's not, it's not the that wasn't the funniest thing we've done. Uh, no, sorry. it's not. It's not supposed to be. It's serious. But um, yeah, I saw as well. Uh, sticking with that is that. They've launched some inquiry into the rise of violence at football matches, and oh. all, all the all the EFL and the Premier League clubs—they've all got safety offices, whatever that means. Oh yeah, of course, and they've all yeah, been asked yeah. to collect data. I so don't make any just watch the news. I mean, yeah. there was a the guy at the Leicester Forest game—I think—ran on and tried to attack somebody. There was bottles thrown at the Everton Villa game recently. I mean, do need to don't you don't really need to start looking for data. Just look at the last fifteen weeks worth of matches yeah, a day, yeah. and you'll probably find yeah. a load of it. Um, yeah, but you know. It does seem to be becoming more of a thing. Not at all the games, but mind yeah. you, do? there was a game been... years ago, the Gillingham game, where somebody ran on and punched a goalkeeper in the face. Was that
1: the Gillingham yeah, game? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think so. I think it was Wickham or something. Yeah, I remember. I think I was at that game. It wasn't
0: me, by the way. <laughs> so you were at <laughs> the <laughs> game <laughs> in the stands, yeah. and you stayed in the stands <laughs> at all me. times. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it wasn't me. But um, yeah, it's just I don't know. Is it just because where people have been locked up and now they're out and they can call, uh, release a bit of angst? I don't know. Do it in another way, for God's sake, you know. I don't know, play a computer game or something just stop being idiots
0: I mean I was smiling when they were talking yesterday about England and the other home nations in Ireland all bidding for the Euro 2028 20, oh yeah, think, yeah do you remember the final last year when we basically it yeah, was a riot exactly. everyone broke in and there was lots of racism and stuff I mean not the best application you know the, exactly not, yeah I think they, they pulled out they
1: pulled out the World Cup one now haven't they the 2030 haven't they because someone called it a vanity project and it co- it would have cost millions and millions to do it so i've seen they've pulled out of that as well but i think um, the problem
0: with the world cup is i think everyone forgets that most other people in the world hate england yes and because <laughs> they just do and every, you know the last time we did a world cup we didn't we get like two votes or something
1: something like that yeah and that was probably just because david beckham was something to do with it and they and someone thought he was american
0: yeah, I think Prince William was there doing something, and it was all oh, really yeah, cool, was, a bit yeah. odd, but... So, yeah, yeah. so apparently... Um, yeah, 2028 Home Nations bid for the Euros. But I didn't quite understand. I must have missed this whole thing, but those Euros are going to clash potentially with the first biannual World Cup, aren't they?
1: Uh Ooh, yeah, possibly.
0: I mean... So I wonder how <laughs> that's going to work. if you Because cause I wonder how that works, because... You're members of you, yeah, so you're UEFA country. So you surely UEFA would come I don't know. Because no. UEFA then submits delegate submits applications to go to the World Cup on behalf of Europe. So they probably won't do that because they're playing in their own competition. That's all, all yeah. a little bit bizarre.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's um yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's probably one of these hair schemes, and they they have two pitches lined up next to each other, and it'd be like multi ball, and you have to kick it in each goal on each pitch. Maybe I don't maybe know, one will, counts for the World Cup, one counts for
0: the Euros. Who knows? Maybe it'll be as successful as the European Super League, which lasted what four days <laughs> yeah. before it was abandoned. Um, exactly. But on a football theme, um, our time traveller friend from TikTok has been back. Yes, and the, this time it's a fo- win the Premier League? no, no, no. It's apparently. Um, he knows what's going to happen in the 2022 World Cup. And I oh, keep forgetting there's a World Cup in a few months' time. Oh, God, yeah. Completely forget about that, because normally, yeah. normally you've got the little flags out in the supermarkets by now. Um, but apparently, to prove he's a time traveller, he's given us the result of the World Cup. It's going to be an England-France final. OK. England's going to win 5-2. Yeah. Harry Kane will be voted the best striker, and Phil Foden will be the best young player.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's clearly
0: wrong. Yeah, I well, clearly clearly. <laughs> I don't know where to start with that. England, France, five 2 yeah. I mean, I mean, Kane best striker is possible. He won the golden boot last time, didn't he? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. And but it's not going to work, is it? I hope I'm wrong. But it's just the whole heat, the whole. It's just not, we're not going to win
0: anything this time. But they've all got, they've got built-in mist sprays at the top of the stadium, haven't they? So I think the whole, oh, I think the whole of the top of the stadiums, I think, spray out these mist, these misty water things. So I think it, it cool, oh. cools it down. I mean, it's still going to be pretty hot, but I think they yeah. have got like um, these spray mist things. I think you get them in, I think you get them in Saudi and other places where you can just literally walk through the middle of them and it cools you right down and stuff. Oh, right. That sounds quite good. So, yeah, so here can... it's called a water leak, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Here it's just called rain. And you go outside <laughs> yeah. and the water cools you down. I think that's that's what it's called. So, yeah. So talking
1: of sport, though. Yeah. Oh, talking of, sorry, I've cut you short there, haven't I? It's you were going to say something else? No, no, it's fine. I, I was just going to say the Winter Olympics. Have you been watching any
0: of that? I have been watching some of that. It's amazing. Ah. I have no idea. It's like me and the American football thing, no idea what's going on. <laughs> um, so I looked at the – what did I watch early on today? I was watching – no, uh, well, uh, yeah, curling, but we all, thing with the curling is I was really not surprised that we got to the semi-final thing lost, exactly. and then got tranced in the, because that happened a few years ago, I think, and it always seems yeah. to be the same thing that happens. Um, yeah. I was watching speed skating, which I love. Oh, okay. Um, did you see the one a few years ago, the famous one, where the guy was losing and then the other three all fell over and he won the gold medal? Have you ever seen that oh, yeah. one? <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, I did, yeah. But I saw what today appeared to be snowboard racing. Where two of them were going down at the same time and racing against each other. Oh wow! That looks amazing. Okay. Yeah, that looked really is it jumps
1: good. Jumps as well. So is it like? Or was it just slalomy type?
0: No, I think it, I think ball, it, yeah. I think it was jumps and twists and turns. I don't think it was going over, up and over and doing like somersaults and stuff. But I think it was going Imagine off. That's
1: commentating. Yeah, <laughs> and there he goes. Oh, he's done a twisty thing, and he's doing this and that. And I was terms. watching, um,
0: was I watching? The, I was watching the free. I don't know what it's called. I was watching the, ind- <laughs> the individual snowballing, where they do all those jumps and they go over. Oh, yeah, and i yeah. was watching the skiing version as well thinking yeah. does this commentator know what he's talking about or is he literally making this up so because he could be making it up and no one would know because he was saying oh that's an amazing 1080 pike with a hold in a bike and it's really <laughs> are they just words you've made up are they actual things it rhymes because he's normally the cycling like commentator on the bbc i think and now he's an expert in snowboarding. It's as i just like given you a list of words to say and it will sound quite <laughs> convincing
1: but you remember back in the day when we we started doing our football and sport reporting, and it was always when the football season had finished. I sort of went into a panic because I knew I was going to get sent out to do something. I had nothing, no idea, like cricket. But then the best one was. Beach football. So beach what the football. hell is going on? And I always knew it wasn't going to go well when I got out of the car and I trod in the biggest dog turd before I even got out of the car. So uh, yeah, just um so, yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I like it to that.
0: I spent four years as a football, uh, as a sports reporter on the radio, and football was amazing. I had no idea what's going on in cricket. I know now, but at the time, I had no <laughs> idea. So I got sent up once to. Um, must have been Warwickshire. It was the week after Brian Laura scored 10,000 runs in a county championship oh, yeah. game. I oh, yeah. got 400 or something. Yeah, yeah, And I was sent all the way up there because they were playing Kent. In the, and he, he was out for like five or something. I yeah. had no idea what was going on. I basically <laughs> spent my time listening to the guy next to me from the local radio in the Midlands, writing him. down what he said and just changing the score because I had no idea what was going on. I got away with it. Um, but I got sent once to cover um, roller hockey Oh, wow, okay. I had no idea what was going on. I wasn't even sure which team was which. There were just these people whizzing around on roller skates, firing balls at nets <laughs> and stuff. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't just a war? And then, yeah, no. But apparently... Um, one of the local teams here was very big in roller hockey and it was basically the equivalent of Barcelona. It was the home of roller hockey. It all started here and, it, as usual, all the other countries took over and became better than us. Um, but you're just <laughs> sitting in this... Re- and it was on the end of a pier somewhere. I was sitting there going, what am I doing? I have no idea what's going on here. I just make make stuff up and talk about how loud, how loud the crowd are. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were tough. I, I must admit, I think I got sent to some cricket match once and luckily it got called off because of rain but god it was boring i was just sitting in the commentary waiting for it to see whether it started or not and then after about five hours it clearly wasn't gonna so i went home luckily it was only in essex but um yeah that was probably my most memorable uh cricket commentary and probably my best because i didn't have to talk about the game
0: so i'm sure i've told this story before have i told you the time that they mistook me for richard keys of sky Sports? <laughs> Your arms aren't that hairy. No, so a mate of mine, um mate of mine, Paul, did a lot of work and still does, I think, um, of the sort of um not the Saturday one with Jeff Stelling, but you know the midweek one on Sky Sports News they have reporting oh, all yeah. over the place. So he used to do regular week weekday reporting. And he phoned me up one day and said, Look, I can't go tonight, but I've told him that you you're good at you can do this. So I've told him you'll do it. Oh, have you? Okay. Um <laughs> so I think it was Palace against Watford. And I oh, th- yeah, think yeah. it probably mm, was it. I can't remember if it was Championship or whether it was, might be, I think it was Premier League, actually. It was a few years back. And yeah. um, so I pitched up. And it, it was for Sky Sports, for their Sky Sports News. So I got to Crystal Palace and went to get my press pass. And, um, so and they said, oh, we thought it was Richard Keyes coming. It's not, is it? You're not him. I said, no, I'm not. Face go, Absolutely. And they sort of basically had to cross his name off the pass and write mine <laughs> next to it. And wow. so they were really gutted. Went into the press box. It was the... Dullest game of football I've ever seen. It was awful. Yeah. To the point where at half time the fourth official held up the three minute sign for extra time and the crowd booed. <laughs> they, they booed because they had to watch three more. It was awful. Four minutes. Literally oh, I think there were yeah. two shots in the whole game. And then I, I couldn't get it through because the phone wasn't working and it was just awful. But I can't oh, pay no, like a hundred quid for it or something. Um, but this is before mobile phones where you had to go there and find the bloke you'd hired the phone off so there'd be a guy walking around (laughs) and he'd literally have like a carrier bag full of telephone handsets it was and, really and you'd have to say oh I'm from so and so oh yeah you're playing they just give you this phone phone. you'd have to go and find somebody to plug it in or it was just ridiculous
1: and no one would ever talk to you because they'd think you were some upcoming rival and you're like no I've just come here to commentate on the game give me a break and then as soon as they hear about injuries and stuff they want to know what's happened to a player and then they come all nicely nicely and go oh why so and so not playing <laughs> no you didn't want to talk to me 20 minutes ago sod
0: off <laughs> <laughs> yeah they thought they were getting Richard Keys and they got a really bad stand and he didn't want to be there and it was bloody freezing <laughs> and wet as well um but Those anyway the days. yeah they were the days um apparently um so i mentioned this before but um my my time my um news feed and i say news in the loosest sense on my phone has started throwing up these random pictures of people at certain ages again
1: oh my, um so okay. t-
0: today it was Uh, Cheryl Cole Fernando whatever I don't know what her name is these days (laughs) Fernando what was her name Cheryl Just Cheryl. Um, just Cheryl and the headline was Cheryl 38 leaves home without makeup on and we're in shock is that right Oh, are we i don't think i am in shock i'm in it's, shock she's 38 yeah. God, that makes me feel old but anyway i thought she was a bit older than that but anyway um, and the other oh, one okay. was penny smith remember her from good morning britain oh yeah, um, yeah at yeah. 63 will break your heart and it's like i don't know it won't she's just looks like some someone who's got a bit older i'm, I'm not in shock i'm not breaking my heart yeah. just i don't know why but also they're such random people yeah. If you're going to yeah. do clickbait, you'd have a really famous actress. Like you'd say, I don't know who the current up and coming person is. Um, yeah. But it's sort of like, why would I? Why would I want to click into someone who used to read the news in the morning on TV who I'd forgotten about entirely until you mentioned their name? Because <laughs> it'll break your heart. That's why. Apparently, it's going to break my heart. I haven't gone in to see the pictures, and I'm I don't want to do it till after the podcast in case it does indeed break my heart. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, I've started getting these on my phone again. I don't really Yeah, I don't click into
1: them because they just say, scream virus at me or something, you know? I don't know. Are they legit?
0: I don't know. I think they, I think they're just clickbait. I don't think they're viruses. I think they just make you look to lots of adverts because it's always a slideshow, isn't it? Where you get one pitch and then you have to hit the next button
1: and the next oh, button. Okay.
0: And then actually the one thing you're interested in is on page like 47. <laughs> at which point either your fingers falling off because you kept pushing the button or you just lost the will yeah. Um, yeah but apparently um, it's going to break my heart and we're in shock so I'll update you please let me with... know if you
1: are in shock yeah if I'll you update the you the podcast next week your face is like this
0: <laughs> well, I might be in so much shock I won't be here next week so if I yeah, don't show up it's because gray. I'm still here <laughs> with, a, with an image of penny smear 63 cemented in my face i just can't can't,
1: and your hair's gone completely gray
0: (laughs) yeah i just i can't i can't face it or or i'm frozen in shock and i can't speak anymore because i'm so shocked (laughs) who knows it might happen it might happen um and upsettingly neighbors oh yeah neighbors after 37 years yeah
1: so it's, it's going to end up somewhere right it's going to end up on like Dave or something. Surely someone
0: well, will end up on discovery plus with every other program. <laughs> Cause they bought everything in the world. I think
1: they have including my lottery dream home. Have you seen that program?
0: I haven't. No.
1: Oh, you've got to watch it. It's My on discovery plus. Dream. Oh. I think it's on Tuesday nights at nine o'clock and it's on discovery, but it's also on discovery plus. And there's this very camp American guy, but he's the best David something or other. And it basically is people that win the lottery and he goes and helps them choose a house. And, and the, the best thing is, um, he, t- he shows them three houses. Now over here, when you've got like escape to the country, very rarely did I actually buy them, you know, and also place in the sun programs like that. They're like, yeah, you've given us an idea, but lo and behold, we didn't buy it there. I haven't seen a program yet where they haven't bought one of the three houses and have moved in within two weeks. It's like, oh, okay, you've actually moved in. It's not like let's wish them luck. No, no, they're in there. You can actually go and film them. They've moved in two weeks afterwards. So, um, no, watch it. It's great. It's it's um it's very exciting. But sorry, I digress. Neighbours is very
0: sad, and so I hope we'll come back to neighbours I said, But just on the theme that I watched, I was watching Fantasy Homes by the Sea today because it's okay. running in the background. <laughs> And one of the houses was nowhere near the sea. It was inland, in a farm, and it was a, it was it was a windmill. <laughs> oh, well, it's a fancy house, but it's the, by the sea bit, I think you're missing. I mean, it might <laughs> be just a thirty minute drive, and it was oh okay. I think you misunderstood oh the brief here. But yes, yeah, so and neighbours. Yeah. I mean, it might get picked up somewhere, but um, it's going
1: to someone's going to get it.
0: What I hadn't realised, I knew it was on Channel Five, but I didn't realise they paid almost all the costs of making it. So it's still made oh, in Australia. Really? So I think they pay a huge amount towards it. Um, oh, I didn't know that. And today, so it's not streamed, streamed.
1: It's not shown all across the world anymore then. It's pretty much the UK that was I'm keeping not, it going. I'm not
0: really sure it was really. It might have been for a bit, oh. but it's in Australia. But yeah, I'm just wondering, what's um Stefan Dennis going to do now?
1: No, oh, It's not going to make him feel good, is it?
0: No. All right. I see what he doesn't. Hang on a second. Song yeah. Going <laughs> to make you feel good. Yeah. What's Jim Dale going to do? Jim Dale? Oh, no, he played... Um, <laughs> who did he play?
1: Phil, isn't
0: it? Is it Jim? No, Alan, Alan Dale. Not Jim Dale. <laughs> Alan Dale. <laughs> Alan Dale. <laughs> What's Kenny Williams going to do? So Alan Dale played... Who did he play? He played... Um, <laughs> Jim Robbins. Yeah, but That's he then started showing good. up in all the American shows, didn't he? He was in every big American yeah, yeah, show yeah, yeah. for a period. So, oh, yeah. you've done well for yeah. yourself. Uh, yeah. Helen Daniels is dead. Well, not in real life, but Mrs. Mangle, I think, died. Um, did she? Oh. I think in real life. Um, oh. And I don't know what, Craig McLaughlin's still probably singing Hey Mona or whatever hey Mona. the song was.
1: <laughs> what about Harold Bishop? Uh Madge. Didn't he
0: die he's... and come back into it?
1: Oh. He's alive in real life though, right? I don't know.
0: Probably. Mm.
1: This, we're getting on We're getting on sketchy ground here.
0: Yeah. About Alf, or was that in Home and Away? That was Home and Away. Oh, right, he won't be in it then.
1: Although, scarily, Rebe- Rebecca Elmer-Loglu, who I had a massive crush on when I was a kid in Home and Away, who played Sophie, she was just stunning is now in Neighbours as a mum
0: and she's no longer stunning. <laughs> oh, that's a bit harsh which one was Natalie Imbruglia in was she in she was in Neighbours oh, as right. well okay she must be think... she must be torn about what's going on
1: oh my god don't you think are you we're jumping from program to program. yeah please cut that one off <laughs> we're jumping from program to program but I'm thinking that Natalie Imbruglia is in the Mask Singer UK I think she is I don't know who's left now who's left there's three left isn't
0: there isn't she the um, mushroom?
1: I think it's... No, I don't think that's her. I think that's either Charlotte Church or Nadine Coyle from Girls Aloud.
0: Like, let's she make a can, she can't sing that well, can she, she Nadine can. Coyle? No, she can. Yeah, she can. She no. was in...
1: I, yeah, she can. I think she can. Didn't somebody obviously. from Girls
0: Aloud win it a couple of years ago?
1: Yeah, when it? Nicola... Nicola Roberts. Roberts. Was it? Yeah. But who's so the other?
0: so who's I have there? to say, did anybody else have no idea who Michelle Williams was when she took her head off? No, who are you?
1: I didn't know who she was, and and it's funny actually because I always go onto the Masked Singers Twitter feed while the programme gets so 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 an I, idea, yeah. and they, a few people did mention her, and I think the big story behind her was because she was actually on the US version as well, wasn't she? So she's the first now to appear on both versions of the show. So uh, ah, that's it. It's Panda. Panda, I think, is Natalie and I think um, who else? Robo Bunny is the guy out of Westlife, definitely the dark haired guy, Mark, I think his name is. Yeah. And I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for Nadine Coyle for Mushroom, but a lot of people think it's Charlotte Church.
0: Thoughts, please. So, the bit, that uh, yeah. So the bit last on their last performance where they suddenly went all opera. Yes, uh, that may have been a way of putting them off. I don't know. That seemed a bit obvious for Charlotte Church. Um yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um it could be her. And if she's doing this T V show at the moment, isn't she, where it's all about um the earth and going and she's on oh, one of she, these things oh, where oh. she's doing this thing about building nature gardens in her backyard oh, and stuff like that. Then,
1: it? So it it's
0: could be, be her. her. Um but yeah, Joan Collins had no idea what was going on. I mean whoever got her on there, that was absolutely <laughs> genius, I think. Um, when went Mister motivator, didn't she, on somebody?
1: <laughs> That's brilliant. He can't be. He's not wearing spandex.
0: I, I love the optimism of these people where they suddenly think it's some massive A-lives, A-list yeah. celebrity. Thinking, there is no way that, I can't remember who it was, Michael Bublé. There is no way that Michael yeah, Bublé Zendaya. is going to suddenly come up and dress as a traffic cone and be on the Mars exactly. scene or whatever it was. And know,
1: Zendaya, who's like one of the biggest stars at the moment out there since, you know, she's in everything. And it's like, yeah, no, she's she's busy.
0: Is she <laughs> the one who busy. was in, uh, who's going out with Tom Holland, who was in Spider-Man? Yes, yeah, Spider-Man, she was in, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it is her. How do yeah. you say her name?
1: Zendaya, isn't it? She was in Greatest Showman. And yeah, yeah. Well.
0: No, I was never really sure how you say it. Um, yeah. But I love but the optimism that it was certain, so, so, But clearly, well, I'm not really sure. Though, it? I'm isn't not sure space any space of them in? knew who she was. No, that's I'm that's not even that. sure the guy presenting the show knew until someone said in his ear. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sort of like it's Beyonce. No, it's the other one from. Um,
1: <laughs> not Kelly Rowland. It's not Beyonce. Oh, it's Michelle Williams. It's
0: the third one you don't know the name of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting.
1: Uh, I do love the master singer, but I think. I think you've you've touched on it, right? I think they do say these big star names because maybe one day, and that's what people are sitting there going, it couldn't be, could it? No, it's not them. Oh, blimey, maybe it is. And then it gets to it and you're like, oh, no, it's Alan Jones. It's okay.
0: Oh, no, it's it's former fisheries minister Alan Smith. Who? (laughs) 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 Was? Okay.
1: Oh, dear. But, yeah, so I'll be tuning into that, the final, on uh, this Saturday night. It's our little family treat don't get out often so yeah you know
0: indeed right um we have gone past what would normally be the halfway point in the show so it's the time you all been waiting for
1: we promise you won't feel the same as before yes he's ready to tell a bad joke it's a jason's joke of the week i need to make a request please don't make my funeral too early i'm not really a morning
0: person that's bad isn't it it's not good at all hang on I haven't um, I've got my little tin of bad jokes here hang on let me just open I'll go on let me open oh I can't open hang on I can't open the tin oh there we go Right, let's um, <laughs> it's actually it is actually a tin of little bad jokes I've got a little Very card good. of bad jokes Um, a jump lead walks into a bar the barman says I'll serve you but don't start anything oh god i've heard that so many oh, have times you? okay sorry um what did the buffalo say to his son when he left for college
1: hi son yeah i, I did know. this on here oh
0: yeah you did I that did that, I, I, <laughs> that sounds a bit familiar that one i'm doing a bit of an ian here um he'd done that one as well uh no that's just appalling that's too long I'm not gonna do that one let me
1: jump in on one quickly then oh, why, why did
0: the birdie go to hospital Get a tweetment! Oh my god! <laughs>
1: Did you know I put all my cash into an origami business? It folded.
0: <laughs> I'm going to put this tin of bad jokes in the bin. Please it's, do. It's really put it in the bin. It's really bad. Right, another joke of the week next week. Some podcasts spend hours researching their content. Some podcasts spend ages rehearsing so every episode sounds polished and professional. Well, good for them. Here, we talk nonsense, offer ill-informed opinions on stuff, and just blag it every week. And we wouldn't have it any other way. This is 3Go Podcasting. Three go so I meant to say this when we talk about COVID earlier on, but I saw a fantastic thing on Facebook the other day. One of a friends of mine put on there... I wonder if it was COVID or Brexit which stopped the golf sale around the back of Oxford Street. <laughs> Do you remember that guy he used to be there with the big sign saying yeah, "golf sale." Yeah.
1: Yes, yes. Is he back?
0: I don't know. Apparently, well, apparently not. Apparently, people are oh. not there, so they're wondering whether he's been put out by Brexit or COVID has stopped the golf oh, sale. That's sad. I wonder if anybody ever went to a golf sale on the basis of a bloke standing there with a big sign?
1: There's these big shops up London though, right? Cause I, I used to go past one on the way home on the commute home and it was like American golf and it was like over three floors or something. was like, wow.
0: Okay. Yeah. The other one I always wondered was a big sign saying English lessons in an arrow thinking if you didn't speak English, how would you know what it said? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. So yeah. On the back, knew. they turn it around. Never knew that. Um, my new fa- I mentioned that Charlotte Church doing a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, my new favourite TV show. Have you seen Katie Price's Mucky Mansion?
1: I've heard of it. It's amazing. I thought it, I thought it was something else. And that I shouldn't no, no, it's, it not to a it. it's
0: not a specialist. It's not a specialist Adults That's only good. thing. Basically, I felt a bit sorry. She's got this lovely mansion. I say lovely it's an amazing building with a huge but when you pull it back it appears to be next to a motorway so Ah. when you get the long shot you go oh it appears to be on the M1 or something Um, but basically she wasn't there I don't know where she was but basically it got taken over by trespassers and they absolutely ransacked to smash the place up completely ruined the place and the story now is about her sorting it out and turning it back into a house um, well, so someone just broke in and just—I don't know. I don't know if she was in maybe she was in rehab and the kids weren't there or something. But apparently, it got taken over some squatters oh, there wow. and it got smashed up and they've had to redo the whole thing. That's um, shocking! But it's basically the story of her and a single builder called Steve, um, okay. who literally appears to be one bloke who does everything, basically yeah. turning the house you know upside down, right. sorting it out um she you know she does some really good thing with all the kids bedrooms and she makes loads of, she's really um really sort of uh creative she makes all sorts of decorations out of random stuff but it just appears to be this one bloke called steve who does everything um and know <laughs> yeah. right, digging digging up holes digging trenches fitting a kitchen doing the electrics it's it's just bizarre i'd love
1: to be able to do all of that stuff
0: i would yeah um and i'm sure he's a proper builder but you do get the feeling sometimes that he's just yeah, a bloke yeah. that she found and he's just doing all of this <laughs> okay well,
1: let's hope it stays up oh, okay And what channel is that on then what
0: i'm going to say it feels like a channel 5 show it i don't does, i don't does know sound like it. yeah it is okay. quite, it is quite Can good I,
1: I it's quite I good to, i need to decorate here so i need to get some ideas that's all
0: <laughs> yeah I think basically dig a lot, dig a little hole dig a little hole in oh, the I'm garden and it that. will sort itself out. Yeah. Um, and we talked about Discovery Plus. on. have you seen? The, I think it's on Discovery Plus. This new haunted celebrity house type program. <laughs> no. So it's all these weird people who go to houses and go. Oh, you need to do a, a séance or you need to do an exorcism. But it's celebrities' houses. So I think Charlotte Church is one of them. Okay. Um, I think um, Alex Best is it the one who was married to George Best? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. on it, and some other people. Since, I, I think. I think, I don't know if I saw this right, but I was watching I think it might be that bloke off Homes Under the Hammer was one of them as well. Oh, Martin, God, Martin, whatever. Later um, in this year. But they all think they've um, they've got ghosts in their houses. So these people show up um, yeah. and start doing, you know, investigations. I use that in the loosest possible sense <laughs> because it appears to be about going, oh my God, what's that? Let's all run away. It's and, a bit of dust. No, it's an orb. And I heard somebody talking about this. I can't remember where it was uh, on the radio the other day. And they were saying, it's funny, isn't it, how they get there. And they never get to a house and go, no, there's nothing here. It's fine. Yeah. And then leave again. It's always get there. And there's always something there, isn't there? Yeah. But you can never, it's yeah. always that thing where it's dark. But someone goes, oh. what's that noise? And you see their hand go, oh, someone banging on the door.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the cameraman. You've locked me out. Yeah. Oh, OK. I, well, I, then you're
0: in. I know. It's. Um, I haven't seen any of them, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch one just to see if, random B-list celebrities' houses are indeed haunted or whether they're just... I will um,
1: use the word orb at some point. I can guarantee it.
0: Orb. Orb. Also, what I can't understand is, right, this is a day where we've got 4K Ultra HD phone cameras. So every camera you carry around is... But everything on these programs is filmed in a really bad sort of, you know, (laughs) camcorder (laughs) with that awful greeny night vision on it so it never captures anything. But I can can use my phone to shoot a Hollywood-quality film... But you yeah. can't even make a TV show without a camcorder from Sony in the 1990s. <laughs> but anyway. Some might call you a cynic. Some yes, might do. Some might call mm. me a cynic. So um, you've been watching some nice family-friendly friend, family films? Family-friendly films. So do you know what?
1: Sometimes you sit down and you think, do you know I don't want something that's too taxing. I've had a long old week at work. I'm going to put something on that's a bit – doesn't tax the old brain. So – Watched a couple of films. Uh, I watched the first one was called Nobody. No, it's not my life story, just before you add. Um, and I don't know if you've heard of this one, but it came out in 2021. Um, Bob Odenkirk, it's he probably, probably one of those people you might not know him, but if you saw him, you would. So um, I don't know if you've ever watched Breaking Bad. I actually haven't. I've heard great things about it, but he was in Breaking Bad. He plays the lawyer, I think it is Saul. And there was a spin off show called. Called Call cool Saul as well. So this was his first um, sort of feature film or where he's actually the main uh, attraction in, in, in a, um, a feature film. Um, yeah, and uh, do you know what? I actually quite enjoyed it. So it's a story of a, of a, a sort of nobody, really, a guy who is, hence the title, who um, just lives the same day, day after day. The film literally starts with him sort of getting up, brushing his teeth, going to work, coming home, going to bed, getting up, going to work, missing the bin, putting the bins out every, every week. The boy's driving off. You know, he's a bit of a loser, really. His, his family and his his son and his his wife don't really want to know know him. Um, and then he has a break in. There's just these two um, random people trying to break into his house while he's there, <clears throat> and he, um, basically, um, well, his son attacks one of them and goes to to i think fight and stuff and and the dad sort of lets them go and and the son's thinking oh what a loser you've let them go and stuff And, and they nicked a few bits and bobs but it sort of triggers something in him and it turns out that he's actually not a nobody at all and he was actually this former sort of cia operative who was sent in to you know execute missions and stuff like that and was one of the top dogs to do that and that all comes to fruition in a big fight scene on a bus where it literally is really really violent so he gets a pounding from about five people but he also gives a pounding to these five people and really does hurt them and it's quite graphic in that respect what he doesn't know is that one of the people he's injured is actually the son of a, a mobster and this mobster wants to track him down and i won't give i won't say too much more after it but it's actually quite an entertaining film it doesn't take itself too seriously it is very very violent and i'll get onto that in a second but if you want an hour and a half to just sit there enjoy a bit of action, a bit of, you know, humour in it as well, it's not like taking itself too seriously, as I say, Um, then I would recommend it. It's called Nobody, and it's available on Sky Cinema and Now TV. Now, moving on to my second film, The
0: Suicide Squad.
1: Now, I don't know if you've heard about this at all. I've heard of it. I have no
0: idea what it is, but I have heard about it, yeah.
1: So it's a DC comic, you know, the rivals to Marvel, Batman, Home of Batman, etc. And there was a film brought out, oh, it must have been about five, six years ago now, uh, called Suicide Squad, which had like Will Smith in it, Margot Robbie, um, Jared Leto as the Joker, and it was basically a spin-off from Batman and um, various other super superhero characters appear in it. Now, the original Suicide Squad was absolutely awful, and I mean dire. Somehow it's one of the biggest grossing films ever, but it was absolutely awful and you know just one film I would never revisit so so they they rebranded it and they called this one interestingly the suicide squad so they didn't sell it as a sequel they sort of tried to brush the original under the carpet (laughs) no returning will smith or anything like that but it's got a good cast in this one so it's got like idris elba margot robbie returns as harley quinn you've got a a man-shaped shark called king shark which is sylvester stallone doing the voice um and it's made by directed by um James Gunn, who made the two Guardians of the Galaxy film. So got a really good director on board. Now I watched this and I thought, you know what? I'm gonna quite enjoy this. But and I did to a degree. It's a bonkers film. You know, there's there's giant starfish from outer space in it, there's a talking shark, as I've said. But um and it's a massive improvement on the first film. I just want to start off by saying that. However, the violence. Wow, let me get to the violence. So Within the first 10 minutes, and without giving them away too much, there's a, let's let's put it this way, right? The Suicide Squad lives up to its name. <laughs> and um, quite a few uh, get very severe, uh, fatal injuries and really graphic injuries. Faces blown off, set on fire. Um, yeah, really, really graphic. And this is not like, the first 10, 15 minutes of the film. Um, and it's just really violent. And what I don't like – I don't know about you – I don't like films that think they're being clever and think they're being funny when actually they're not, you know, and I put like films like the Hangover in there, right? I loved the Hangover one, I thought that was good. Hangover two and three is like, hey, look at we, we're really, we're really funny, but you know, you've got to laugh along. And I didn't find them funny at all, I thought they were awful. And this tries to be a bit too smart. I I, I stopped watching it at the end thinking that was bonkers, and I quite enjoyed it. But what about the violence? And the reason I'm talking about the violence, right, so I had to double-check this. They're both 15 certificates, both films, Nobody and um, The Suicide Squad. And I just, had, I thought I'd have a read up on it. And lo and behold, there was a bit of a, a hoo-ha when this came out of the cinema last year from certain groups right to the BB, BBFC who do all the ratings in the UK. Ask him why is this a 15? Why is this not an 18? And they sort of did explain it, saying, look, it's comic book characters. It's sort of done in a comic book world sort of thing. But it's not. It, it, yeah, of course, there are people that, talking sharks and all stuff like that, but it's really, really violent. And I think it should have been an 18, if I'm being totally honest with you. It's one film. And you know I'm not someone who shies away from violence on films and stuff. I love horror films and things like that. Fair enough. If you're going to be violent... Let me know, right? It's going to be an 18. I'll come and see it and I'll watch it and I know what to expect. I just think this should have been an 18 and probably nobody as well because that's pretty graphic, but not to the extent, I think, of Suicide Squad. So, yeah, just a bit disappointed it wasn't an 18. And, and again, just going back to the whole society and stuff, knowing that 15-year-olds went in to see this at the cinema, mm, I don't think that was a good
0: move. No, I I won't be going to see this at all by the sound of it because it really isn't my time.
1: it is entertaining. It's yeah. bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. Like Peter Capaldi turns up in it as well as someone called the thinker. And he is a man who can control a giant starfish that is locked away in this giant
0: concrete a prison. a chocolate starfish or
1: it's not a chocolate starfish. Okay. Although they do talk about that. So okay. it's a starfish. And they goes isn't another name for someone's butthole? So it is quite funny when they talk about all this stuff, but I just thought the violence was a little bit excessive. And if you're gonna make that violence, fair enough. It's more of a it's not a dig at the, the filmmakers, to be honest with you. It's actually more of a dig at the the people that did the ratings, because it should have been an eighteen in my in my view i was sounding really old and miserable but I just wanted to get that one away, across because if anyone was planning on watching that and thinking superhero film might watch that with the kids I know it's a 15 but 15s aren't that bad do not watch this with your young kids because it is really not appropriate for them
0: that's a public yeah. service information broadcast from Jason do
1: you know what I've, I've done a few of them today and I'm sorry I know I'm getting a bit boring in my old age but um, I'll tell you
0: what let's um, yeah. as we get towards the end let's lighten the mood it's Ian's inspirational quote of the week actually are not available um so here's this inspirational quote cool i woke up this morning determined to drink less eat right and exercise but that was four hours ago when i was younger and full of hope (laughs) very good so there you go
1: very good
0: so i think that's um that's pretty much us done for this week um, thank you for listening. We will be back next week, probably at some point. Um, hopefully, you'll be back then. Um, have a good week. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to 3Go Podcasting. Make sure you never miss an episode by hitting the subscribe button in your podcasting app. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And check out our website at 3gopodcasting.com. We're back next week. Casting.